0: Yo, 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 what it is, what it is, cuh, it's your boy D-Swiz, Slim Tone, Slim Tone, hey, how's Gay Podcast, we're back, we're back, and better than ever, we're back again, this is another return podcast,
1: yeah, we've been having some issues getting into the studio, like we said before, it's it's at an all-time high of problems right now, trying to get in here, so. you know what?
0: We're here for you.
1: Yeah, we are. And we've done more things for you. Yes, we have. I have a very exciting announcement. Tell them, Dom. Uh, We
0: are live on a merch store on Teespring, teespring.com backslash Hellsgate Podcast, where you can order t-shirts and other stuff. So check it out. Yes, Um, right now. Yes, follow us on all our socials as well. Obviously. You know, Hellsgate Podcast and everything, except for Twitter, Snapchat, which is Hellsgate PC. Um, we also are now on Spotify and we are on iTunes. Yes, we are. So check us out there. If you're not listening to us there already, that's where we're at. So go
1: <laughs> right now. If right you're on. If you're on SoundCloud, YouTube, whatever the hell you're on, get out of it. Go right to Apple Music or Spotify. Turn us on. Actually, just run, just
0: it. open up like several tabs on your, on your yeah, computer and yeah. just run us on everything.
1: Everything, literally. Yeah. All right. Well. So. I thought there's no better way to get back into this than to talk about my all-time favorite team, the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm. (sighs) Dom, are the Lakers going to make the playoffs? I mean, yeah. You think? Why? Uh, Well. Because I agree, but it's it's a stretch, and I admit it's a stretch, and I admit 100% I'm biased because I love the Lakers, and I love LeBron James. So I'm biased, but go ahead. What's your reason? They
0: have this secret weapon that has not yet been unleashed fully, and his name is LeBron James. <laughs> All right? I don't know if you've known, you've known this or not, but LeBron James is a very good basketball player. Yeah, he's up there. And uh, I'm just saying he's going to drag into to the playoffs. They're not going to miss the playoffs. If, if they do, LeBron will never, ever be called the GOAT on this podcast ever again. To and you. he misses the play. No. To any – no. It's on this podcast. No one will call okay. him the goat in my presence.
1: I, I think it's somewhat justifiable, all right, because I – I've the last few games I've watched LeBron, like he looks like himself, obviously. He's, he's the best player in the world. I don't care what anybody yeah, says. Yeah. I don't care about – people People have been like, oh, he's not the best player mm-hmm. in the world right now, blah, 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 blah. I was like, dude, come on. False. I, he's, I don't think he's 100% healthy, and I think that's what it comes down to currently. I mean – I've watched him play. He still goes out there and dominates. He had, like, 33 points last game. I think he had, like, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. Like, for a guy who's not 100%, because I can tell I've watched LeBron my entire life. He's not – I don't think he's 100%. He looks, like, 80%, 90%. I don't think he's 100%. So that's reason one. Reason two, a lot of people underestimate how goddamn important Lonzo Ball is to their team. Oh, uh, I was just about to like, say that. Like, defensively. Yeah, Defensively, they are absolutely horrible without him, and I don't know why, but they're horrible. Anyways, let's look at the standings here. Okay, so the Clippers currently are sitting at thirty-four and twenty-nine at the eighth seed. Obviously, they have the Kings at ninth, thirty-one and thirty. The Lakers are thirty and thirty-one. So they're roughly three games out. Yeah, it's nothing.
0: That's nothing without Lonzo.
1: I yeah, um, I mean, I think they will because I think the Clippers getting rid of everybody, trading Tobias to the Sixers yeah, and yeah, all that for sure. I think they'll drop, and I mean, so pretty much, I just think it'll be a competition between us and the Sacramento Kings, and I'm going to take the Lakers every time out of that
0: over oh, the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. I don't know, maybe it's the Kings' year. Maybe they put the Lakers to the playoffs,
1: dude. Maybe like, n- revenge, revenge. That'd be crazy. Damn. I don't know but I I'm going to I'm going to go and say that the Lakers will make it. They just the last few times I've watched them like the defense is so so bad and I don't understand because like a month into the season I'm pretty sure I might be wrong on the number here but I'm pretty sure they were like the 6th best defensive team in the NBA. They were not good offensively, which people expected at first because you gotta, you definitely have to adjust your game to play with LeBron James. There's no doubt about that. And n-
0: not even that. Their team is built differently than any team LeBron James has ever oh, yeah. been on in his life.
1: Oh yeah, they all these guys like Kuz, mm-hmm. Kuzma can obviously shoot, but not consistently. Ingram also the same can shoot, but those guys' his bread and butter is getting to the rim. They are a paint scoring team, and in today's and NBA, they're all it's tough. Play,
0: they're all playmakers. Yeah. When it comes down to it, I mean, you look at Lance Stevenson, uh, LeBron, Lonzo, Rondo, like uh, the entire team. Ingram exactly Ingram. Yeah, they're Kuzma, all even at sometimes. Yes, they're all playmakers at heart. That's like what is it like four or five guys that are just natural playmakers like that. Yeah. Like
1: and sometimes super important. Yeah, you, It's like, like
0: <laughs> he has to adjust to that. Not only does the team have to adjust to LeBron being there, mm-hmm. but LeBron has to adjust to the team, and that just takes some time.
1: Yeah, and like like I said, I I rarely have any criticism on LeBron James, but like I think it's partly I I don't get these people who are saying the whole thing is LeBron's fault, him going to the Lakers is the reason why they're not good. Like, I don't want to hear that crap. I mean, yeah. They're not not a playoff team without LeBron James. I'm sorry. They're partially
0: right, though, Tony. That that is the reason that they're not doing well. They would be, like, I think they would be doing about the same either way. But I'm just saying, like, it's important to acknowledge the fact that LeBron does have a, like, big effect on a locker room. And, like, obviously when you have young leaders, they're trying to, and especially, like, a young leader like Lonzo, He can't really adapt to anything, in my opinion. But Mm -hmm. Lonzo is the—he was like the franchise guy, like him and Kuz and and uh, Ingram. And now they're not. Now they're taking a backseat to LeBron. So, but with that
1: being said, I think like if you think about the long run—I mean, the long run—because it's LeBron, he's only got maybe like five more good years, two and four more good years. Yeah. But I think. Like in like a year or two, if they like develop this team, obviously I think they're gonna get more pieces and some of these young guys might go. But I think this formula could end up becoming a championship, which I think under any circumstances, it doesn't matter because I mean, Lonzo, Ingram, and Kuzma, they would have, I think at best even I mean, they're all really good players. I, I've talked about them high praise all the time. but I think their ceiling with those three is like the top of the um, franchise. Is not even close to a championship (laughs) like not even close so I think getting LeBron there obviously maybe your first season because of how the team is made up could be bad like how it has been right now but I think in the long run getting LeBron is way better than you could ever imagine because it could end up being a championship you're not winning a championship with this team without LeBron James
0: you're right but um, I I definitely think that I I for sure think that bringing LeBron in is going to result in a championship for the Lakers yeah I just don't think it's going to be from his, I'm not 100% convinced that it's going to be from his play. I think it's going to be from the things he teaches the young guys and oh, when yeah. they eventually take over yeah. and the greatness that he that kind of just surrounds LeBron and yeah. like it just the electrons rub off on these guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I really genuinely believe that it will result in a championship. Yeah. But it's going to have to be the young guys picking up the slack. Because LeBron yeah, is not yeah. LeBron defensively
1: anymore. No, he's not. He's That's not. what I was about to get to. You know, Go even
0: scoring-wise, he's not really... His three-point has fallen way off th- from what it's been in recent years. Yeah. Especially at the beginning of the season. Yeah. it. Uh, there's just a lot of change going on for LeBron right now. And yeah. I think that the young guys have to pick up the slack. Namely, yes. like ingram ingram is really underperformed in my opinion and the he last needs few to games step up. though not he you been... <laughs> know he's like that though he's kind of streaky like he, yeah. he'll have a stretch of very bad games a stretch of good games yeah that's true kind of like lonzo's like that too but to a lesser extent mm-hmm. his defense is always good yeah his passing is always top notch you know
1: see here's the thing with lebron too that people don't understand is that a lot of people like lakers fans even that i see all over social media they're like lebron is declining their development these These uh, three guys. But let me tell you what. (laughs) When LeBron either leaves the Lakers or whatever, retires, go look at Ingram, Kuzma. I don't want to say ball, but even ball even. Look at how good that they're probably about to be. Like, yeah, they don't look as good right now because they're playing with someone as high caliber as LeBron James. But just wait until they're on, like, their own team running a team. Like, these guys are going to be – Perennial all stars potentially because of LeBron James's knowledge and his wisdom that they're seeing every single day. People don't understand that because of the numbers, like Kuzma, like all their numbers have even risen honestly. But I mean, people expected, yeah, yeah. well, yeah, not Lonzo, but Ingram and Kuzma's numbers have risen. But people expected like an even higher, higher jump, but that hasn't come because of LeBron James. But that's not necessarily a bad thing in my opinion because I think in the long run, it's better. Exactly.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I mean, you think about like Josh Hart. Like, Joshua oh is the God. perfect, yeah. like, LeBron James support player. Yeah, but he's, support like, player. he's, like, fell off of the he face has, of the earth. He has, but he's a young guy. He can only get better from here. Yeah, I hope. Like, that's my... Unless he gets injured, obviously. He loses yeah. the athleticism and maybe the defense, mm-hmm. which is a big thing for him. But, I mean, offensively, he can only really get better from here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that LeBron's effect on Lonzo particularly... Like, LeBron is a top-ten player all-time in assist numbers. Yeah. he just He just reached that, which is a great milestone for yeah. LeBron, but... It's more important that obviously Lonzo is a prolific passer, mm-hmm. like he's a generational passer. I think that part is undisputable. Whether you want to extend that to him being a generational player or not, that's a very much up for debate. But uh, he's definitely a prolific passer, and LeBron is the king of prolific passing. Like he is oh, yeah. like the the brains. Yep. of the nba like in just in general he's yeah, just like the smartest guy
1: ever he's the first player to be top 10 in scoring and assist so what does that tell right <laughs> i mean think for about what forward, that's gonna do he's for a small time. forward that's like unheard of
0: that's crazy it's, like it's it's, it's not quite unheard of but it's on that level, on that level absolutely yeah. Well, yeah there was magic obviously yeah absolutely well he played point guard
1: yeah but you know what i'm saying the, absolutely. Ab- of that size but yeah like people i think are over like Overestimating like LeBron's like slight decline right now because like I said I don't think he's 100 and even the way he's looked I think it's just the defense like his yeah his yeah. shot has fallen a little bit obviously but he's still playing at an absolutely insane level I still think at like at this day he's probably still like top seven in the MVP race which is it seems like a low number but it's LeBron James so like people 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 just think that like he's just trash now or he's gonna get trash soon like you got to understand he's not healthy. They have a bad – like their team's chemistry right now is bad, so it's going to make LeBron look bad. But you got to look at it in a bigger picture. Like this is LeBron James. He's still averaging, what, 27, 8, and 8? It's hard to remember like, that too. Like when you watch him
0: play, yeah, not LeBron specifically, but, but like the team, it's just so yeah hard to watch. Oh, yeah. And I think that contributes to people like getting down on LeBron. So before we move on, I want to ask you, do you think LeBron is still the best player in the NBA?
1: Well, okay, I'm going to steal something from Stephen A. here. Because, like, yes, uh, to answer that question, yes, I do think he's the best player in the NBA. But because he's not, like, 100% at this moment, I think, like, if you go, like, right this second, no, I don't think he's playing better than, like, guys like Giannis or guys like Harden or Paul George. We'll get into those three later, too. Mm -hmm. But I think, like, if you look at the big picture and you – like, yes, I think LeBron James is still the best player in the NBA, but it doesn't show, obviously. One, one last comment on LeBron here before we do move on. I think once he's 100%, I think it, there's no debate he's the best player in the world. And I think once he gets into that playoff defensive mode, which takes too long for him, and I, that is a big point of criticism that needs to be brought up about him, is his defense is not good. He doesn't put effort and it which screws is, the which whole is a problem. Yeah.
0: That's the people have to rotate for him. Yeah,
1: exactly. Once he gets into that like playoff defensive mode, which should come way sooner, there's no excuse for it, but once he has that and he's 100% healthy, no doubt the the best player in the world, his team will start winning if the other guys get their heads out of their asses and stop being so worried about the trade deadline still because that's another thing that's been happening. But all in all here, I do think the Lakers, LeBron will drag them into the playoffs at 80%. Which is another reason why he is one of the best players of all time.
0: Okay. I I agree. They will make the playoffs.
1: They should. I hope so. It's not likely, but I still still think they will. (laughs) But speaking of the Lakers, their rival, the Celtics, what the hell is going on (laughs) with the Celtics? It's actually quite simple what's going on, Anthony. They
0: are a bunch of prima donnas that just cannot get it together. Oh, yeah. I don't like to like diss Kyrie Irving because I really like him Yeah. not only as a player but as a person Um, but I just think that he is just destroying that team from the inside like and it's not I'm not saying it's his fault he left Cleveland to be the guy right yeah but what he didn't understand after like obviously he got hurt and it's not his fault yeah but once those guys got a taste of the limelight you know Terry Rozier Mm -hmm. Jason Tatum um, Jalen Brown once mm-hmm. those guys got a taste I could have told you that they were not going to fit back into their roles very easily mm-hmm. um, because there's just not enough minutes and there's not enough basketballs so there's only one basketball in yeah. in there. what is it like 48 minutes in a basketball game yeah so th- there's just not enough time for everyone and there's not enough touches for everyone mm-hmm. and when you've got that many good players sometimes it just doesn't work Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of the case, especially with the the melding of young and, I guess, quote, old guys. Al Horford has fallen off this year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not defensively. I think he's still pretty good defensively. I have but a he's hot not.
1: take when you're done with okay. your opinion here. It's, yeah. it's it's hot, but Obviously,
0: gone. Gordon is not 100%, and they brought him back way too early. That was That's completely on management and Brad Stevens. Mm-hmm. Kyrie is playing like – you know, he's Kyrie. He's
1: Kyrie. He'll uh, always be that
0: Exactly. He's, he's very consi- – obviously he had a bad game recently, but yeah. uh, seven points on, I think, three-for-ten yeah. yeah, three yeah, some, shooting.
1: Something like that, yeah. It just hasn't looked good for them altogether. I don't
0: – It's just like people don't know their roles. Once you get upgraded in a role – like Reggie Jackson, for example. Mm-hmm. Let's, this is a perfect example. When, he was, when Reggie Jackson was on the Thunder, who, for people who don't know, Russell Westbrook got hurt. Because I think it was because Pat Beverly uh, <laughs> dove at the ball at his ankle or something like and tore yeah. something. Yeah. And uh, uh, Reggie Jackson got the starting spot and he played really well, just like yeah. Jason Tatum. They just were like winning just, games. Yeah. Yeah, just like Jalen Brown, just like you know Terry Rozier. Well, he then thought that he was better than Russell Westbrook <laughs> and he s- thought he deserved the starting spot. Obviously, that sounds ludicrous now, and it was then. But he demanded a trade because he thought that he was better than what they were valuing him at. Yeah. At because he played really well.
1: Mhm.
0: That's exactly what's going on. The exact same thing. These young guys think they're better than the you know Kyrie Irving. Mhm. I think they deserve more touches. They think they deserve, you know, starting spots. Mhm. Excuse me. And they definitely do. But that's just not how it's going to work right now. Until either Kyrie's gone or they learn to fit in.
1: Yeah. It's just team dynamics, man. You gotta know your role. You have to if you want a a good winning team. I agree with that. And my my like hot take here, and my friends who I talk basketball with that isn't you can attest to this. I have been wow. saying I think the Celtics are overrated. I think a lot of their players are overrated. I think Kyrie Irving is, wait, 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 hang on. is the only superstar on the team by far. Nobody else on that team is even a star in my you opinion you have friends I- other than me? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, view, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> I I agree about
0: Kyrie. He's here's, definitely okay. the only superstar. On that
1: Here's team. here's like part of my hot take that like even my other friends, yeah, yes, that ahead. I do have, but go off, go ahead. They, I know you're lying about the friends, they, You they, talk to yourself in the mirror. But it's not. They, go ahead. They dug into me for this, but I think eventually. Jason Tatum will be good. He will be a star, all-star. But I think right now he is severely, severely, severely overrated. I don't think he's even near that level that people think he is yet. And I think people think that he's already a star because of how he played in the playoffs last year. People think Jalen Brown is already a star for how he played. He's also very overrated. I think Horford obviously fell off. He's overrated. Brad Stevens rushed Gordon Hayward into the freaking starting starting lineup lineup when he was nowhere near ready. And he's just bad. No offense to Gordon Hayward, he's a nice guy. Everything. I love Gordon Hayward. I'm yeah, so I, sad. I know he's it, not it's, good it's right very now. sad, but He'll he is bad. not. He's not good. Terry Rozier is very overrated. I think the entire team is overrated, and I expected them to not be at the top of the Eastern Conference. I, I expected them to be a little higher. I think they do have talent, and all those guys have major potential. All the guys I just named have major potential. Obviously, besides Horford, because he's on yeah. the lower part of his yeah. career. But I think they all have major potential. But I think everybody needs to pump the brakes on them and realize that they're all young and all those guys got into the limelight and did good and obviously can't mm-hmm. take lesser roles right now. And I just think they are overrated at this particular moment. And I think in the future, if they keep the team together, which I don't think is going to happen, they could be a dynasty in the Eastern Conference easily. Yeah. But they're just in their I just way. think, yeah, at, at this point right now, I think all these guys are just severely overrated because of how they played in the playoffs. And people who think that they should get rid of Kyrie and let all these young guys play, foolishness, is just foolish. They went on, a, they went on a run. They had the momentum last year. That happens. That was great. And all those guys have that potential to do that, but they are not near that level yet. Not even close. And people need to realize that. Instead of just blaming and pointing fingers at everybody, I think right now, I think the finger should be pointed at Brad Stevens because no, yeah, he's got to
0: get. That's a huge deal. People aren't paying attention to that. They don't want to blame Brad Stevens. Because he's a good coach. He's, he's good a very ex good ex coach, a no but he's just... is a nose guy. Yeah. he just got to get his team in order. That's on yeah. him. People blame Kyrie, but that's not Kyrie's problem. Nowhere near. Like, up. he wants to be the leader. I get it. He wants to be the man. He should do that. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. It's just not. Brad Stevens is the man in, in Boston. Yeah. Like, that's just how it is. He needs to get a hold of his team. He does. He needs to figure out what's going on. And I can tell you what's going on. People don't know their roles. Yes. And he needs to tell them what he wants from them. You know, no one's asking... If Aaron Baines thought that he could just bomb three-pointers, like, imagine. Like, if he thought he was the star of the team, like, you know, let's say uh, Terry Rozier. Yeah. But, like, I'll, I'll, I'm will i not equating him to Aaron Baines, obviously, but I'm just <laughs> saying. Like, if Aaron Baines, who's a great role player, knows his role, that's why he's good. If he wasn't a great role player and he was, like, thought he was Jalil Okafor or something and was, like, throwing up hook shots all game, then nobody would have, them on, have him on their team. That's mm-hmm. my point you can't win when everyone thinks that they're more than they are. Yep. You just can't. Yep. And that's exactly kind of what's going on with the Pistons too. Yep. Is Reggie thinks he's more than he is. Yep. You know, that they're just guys that are role players and they need to be, I'm not saying Jason Tame's a role player.
1: He's a, you know, he's a oh, yeah, he's a, he's a star. Yeah. But not yet, but he will be.
0: And I think he's very good. And I, I was very high on him in the draft, mm-hmm. even higher than I was in Lonzo. And I was very high on Lonzo. So I will just, you know, end my side of the discussion by saying, brad stevens you just have to sit your team down and just say listen this is what i want from you right now there can be different things for you in the future if you really 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 have a problem with it and you don't want to work it out see you later
1: yeah i i think his biggest mistake. get on the
0: ship or jump off
1: Yep. I think his biggest mistake was inserting Gordon Hayward in the lineup it was. from game it one. Was. Because that Definitely. right there I think I think it's stupid that Jalen Brown would let that like get to him, but it was clear that him getting out of the starting lineup, it got to him and that was huge because Jalen Brown was key to their their playoff run that they almost had last year into the finals after getting stopped by the greatest player in the world, LeBron James. <laughs> but Inserting Gordon Hayward into the starting lineup ruined the entire chemistry of the team because one, he wasn't ready. He's not good at this particular moment. If he was moment.
0: good, it wouldn't have been a problem. Exactly. I genuinely believe but that he if was, he was Gordon Hayward, it wouldn't have been a problem. Yeah, he
1: was not ready. People even said like earlier or early into the season, he was still having like ankle pain. He was still having problems. Yeah, they rushed yeah. him back, which was a bad decision. But then putting him in the starting lineup on a team that important, that good, a team that should that should be that good, like coming out of the East. It just it ruined the whole chemistry of the team. Jalen Brown got off the um, is coming off the bench, and he didn't like that. Terry Rozier thought that he should have been getting more minutes starting. I don't know if you would think he should start over Kyrie. We never know. But, I mean, him not starting anymore, obviously, that ruined his um, demeanor. And then it all just – it's falling apart. I mean, they're the fifth seed in the East right now when they're by far have – one of the best teams on paper in the East. Yeah. They should and be like a second seed, you know. That's book. super, super crazy to me. Like, I kind of – I hate to say I
0: called it. I hate to be that guy. But, like, I just had a feeling that they would not work. Like, no, I just I felt – And like I, I knew the Raptors yeah. were going to be – because Raptors are just so defensively solid. Mm-hmm. And I and I knew they were going to be. I, I knew, you know, that Danny Green was a huge piece in that trade that nobody was paying attention to. Yeah, You know, and I, I just – the the Celtics have some issues to work out. The Raptors yes, have figured it out. You know yeah.
1: they're ready. The Celtics will figure it out, I think, eventually. But the problem not is, I know that's the problem is if Kyrie leaves and doesn't like, I'm gonna get 76ers here, right here. Trust the process. <laughs> if he doesn't trust the process with the Celtics, then it's not gonna work out. But if he trusts it and stays there and let everything get worked out, that team will be a dynasty in the East. No team, when all those guys reach their potential, no team is gonna come close to beating them. Not a single team in the East will come anywhere near that team. But all those guys are underdeveloped right now at this Except moment.
0: Except for the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah.
1: they're Think about their starting no, right yeah, they're for a I Think about you it. You know who's a big surprise to me is, I mean, not a, not necessarily a big surprise, but how good the Milwaukee Bucks are is, like, crazy to me. I thought they'd be, like, you know, fourth, fifth seed. I thought they'd be where the Celtics are right now, like a decent team in the East. They could make some noise. I knew Giannis was obviously a superstar, one of the best players in the world, but I didn't think all of the supporting cast that he has would be playing this good, like, Middleton all-star this year. Bledsoe playing way better than he has before, finally found his role as That's, that point guard. That
0: is what a good coach can do for your team. Yeah, Mike Budenhoser is a exactly. great coach. And, and people I- – they were so low on Mike Woodenholzer for some reason. Everyone, like everyone, just thought that that Atlanta Hawks team that was a number one seed was a fluke because they got you know destroyed in the playoffs by LeBron. Yes, but <laughs> you know people don't realize their best players, Al Horford and Paul Millsap. Literally, I mean that's no that's no shag on on Paul Millsap, and you know obviously they had other pieces. Kyle Korver, um, <laughs> Demar- demari Demar- Carroll was on that team, I think. Yep. yeah, that was a, g- a really good team. Yeah. All It was kind of like a You know 2002 Detroit Pistons team Yeah You know Everybody knew their role yeah, And that's yeah. the key Once once Eric Bledsoe found his role Now look at him Yeah You know And I, Chris Middleton Has been doing well But he's not You know he's, He hasn't been as good As he mm-hmm. has been previously They could
1: They could come out of the east man They I think they will I know my my opinion on who would get come out of the East has been up in the air, and I've changed it, which, I've I, don't always like, said which I don't like doing. Yeah, but I've said Toronto before. I said Boston should find a way, but I truly don't think Boston will. I'm eliminating them from the equation at this point, honestly. Unless they figure it out near the end of the year, they could. You never know. My opinion could change again. I just go off what I see, and I think right now I see the Bucks making it to the finals, and I think Giannis – will at least get a game or two out of the Warriors if they make it to the finals.
0: Yeah, nobody can stop that, man. I'm sorry. No, he's
1: literally, he's one of the most unstoppable players I've seen in my life. And this, is,
0: this is a perfect transition into who you think the MVP is going to be, mm-hmm. because I think it will definitely, I'm just going to come out and say it, it's going to be honest, but I think that, uh, well, I just want to briefly say, while I think the the MVP should be Paul George, because of the way he's been playing with Russell Westbrook on his team, and you know, I've given Westbrook a lot of shit, but he is figuring it out, finally. Yes, He's sir. finally figuring it out. I told you, you thought he would. I did not think so. I told you. But I'm just, so I'm going to give you credit where the credit's due. I don't think it'll last in the playoffs, because Russ is Russ. And <laughs> once Paul George has an off game, he's going to take over. Uh, no, I'll
1: agree, I'll agree with this for a second. I think if there's like a close game in the playoffs with the Thunder and like whoever they play, Russ is just I, gonna think, start I, I really do think Russ could end up ruining their playoff chances, which kind of sucks. But I still think Russ is one of the best but players. But he's
0: doing life. exactly what
1: he needs to do. He he's does. letting
0: a superstar teammate shine. And he's do, he's doing all the things that he's good at, but he's letting his team, he's not getting in the way, which mm-hmm. is exactly the issue that he had.
1: Imagine if he could play like that with KD, like in the playoffs. They would have won like two championships easily.
0: Yeah, but he's, you know, he's thick headed. Yeah. What can I say? So he's I think better. Paul George
1: better. should be the MVP
0: just on on that notion alone. He's playing like literally Jesus. Yeah, but uh, he averaged like almost what is it like forty five or fifty points in for last month in
1: January. Paul George, it was it was it was high 30s, absurd I think. number
0: yeah. of points, maybe almost forty. I can't remember.
1: Yeah, but um, you might be thinking of Harden, which we'll talk about here in a sec. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I, I think
0: that for sure, Giannis should be like. Although I believe that Paul, I, I keep repeating myself. I believe that Paul George should be MVP, but it will be Giannis, and Giannis deserves it. Yeah, I am cool with either of those options. I don't want Harden to win because he doesn't deserve it. His mm-hmm. team is starting to play better now, but I don't think it's because of him. I think it's because people are Chris finding Paul. their roles. Yeah, Chris Paul's getting you know heating back up, uh, getting back to Chris Paul. Yeah, and uh, you know Kenneth Freed. <laughs> <That's laughs> oh my all. God,
1: yeah, Kenneth Reed. <laughs> He's been balling. The manimal. Manimal. Yeah, I'm gonna I, I think Giannis is gonna win MVP. I think he does deserve it. I think and he's I think, the best player in the world, right? I think now. you do have to acknowledge what James Harden is doing, even though that their team is like what? What are they like the fifth seed, fourth seed in the West, or something like that? But I do think you need to acknowledge the insane numbers he's putting out. but like And they're winning games. That's the biggest thing. No, yeah, they're winning games. If so they like, weren't winning, I wouldn't say Giannis deserves it. Any, but they're winning games. All three of these guys I think deserve it, but I think Giannis deserves it the most because his team they have the best record in the NBA. They have a better record than the Warriors currently. And, like, when you look at the roster, obviously these guys are playing good, but you look at the roster, they have Giannis, they have Chris Middleton, two all-stars, and then everybody else is, like, not household names, not guys that you would think are as good as they are. Like, obviously people know Bledsoe, but all these other guys who have been balling out for them, like Malcolm Brogdon, guys like that, like, the team that Giannis has that is the best team in the NBA right now currently is, like, crazy. So, like, and he's putting up insane numbers. He's dominant. I think he should be the MVP. It's no situation. Both they guys, all know their roles, man. Jo- yeah, George and Harden, do got to get a shout Malcolm, out though cuz they're yeah, balling.
0: Definitely. M- Malcolm Brogdon, for example, is not chucking up shots. Mm-hmm. He's playing as he 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 was the rookie of the year, wasn't he? He yeah. easily could oh, yeah. be chucking shots and and you know Thinking he's better than he is and pouting when he's not getting enough touches, you know, mm-hmm. but he's, he's a fitting, professional. He's a professional. Exactly. He's being super a professional, professional and, and fitting into his role. And I think that's super important when you're playing on a team with a star like, Le, uh, Le, I almost called him LeBron. Giannis, who I think is better than LeBron currently, currently uh, and, and for the future. Yeah, I think that he's usurped LeBron finally. He's averaging, what, like 28, yeah.
1: 13, and 6? Something like that. 13 rebounds got like my first. I'll look. Right. I'll look it up. I'll look <laughs> it up here for you.
0: Yeah, that's that's crazy numbers, and uh, you know, Shaq was right. He, he's he's deserving of the Superman cape. Yeah, I is. think that he's the best player in the world. I obviously he doesn't have a jump shot, but I think that's kind of working to his benefit. He's, yeah, I was about
1: to say it, it works for him, but he's starting to develop it a little bit. His numbers, little, his shooting yeah. numbers, have been going up. Um, away from the basket, I think that
0: he. Uh, he just I don't even know if he needs to develop a jump shot. I think it would be nice for him to hit an open three or like a corner three, but yeah. I don't think he should be pulling out from the th- from the three because I think that takes him out of the paint, which is where yeah. he's dominant. I think know? he
1: should develop a mid-range game. That would be crazy. If he could learn like a, a little turnaround jump shot on in someone's face, like if he could I get just that. don't want
0: him to be like shooting when he should be driving and kicking. Oh, you yeah. know, Giannis... If he can't get a bucket at the rim, he usually kicks to a three, yeah. but I, I think that he definitely... Is able to just get to the rack whenever yeah. and I don't I don't think that a, a jump shot would be as conducive to
1: that yeah, yeah I think it would kind of take away from it a little you know yeah. he's averaging 27 third or 12 and a half rebounds and six assists a game. 6.9 assists right no 5.9 assists oh okay yeah all right good yes yeah that's crazy that crazy, crazy. Numbers. MV- absurd MVP
0: yeah definitely MVP numbers he deserves it he's he's been on the cusp in the past but having a great – and I I like Jason Kidd, but having a great coach like Coach Bud just vaulted him over the top. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it did. Along with his
1: physical development, of course. Yeah. I think, I mean – He's under 25. Getting rid of – yeah. Getting rid of Jason Kidd, as sad as it sounds, might be the best thing that happened to them because – But he
0: brought that passing out of him. He taught him how to really – he def that was definitely a crucial step in his development. Oh, yeah, they for sure kept, they
1: should have kept Jason Kidd around as like a player developmental coach instead of like their head coach because he was good at developing their players, but he just couldn't put the right formula out on the court. You know, yeah, right. a, he was a young coach. I mean, he's not going to know exactly what to do at some points. Yeah, but Mike Budenholzer has turned Giannis into he. I'm, I don't, I can't even put out a word like a beast, a monster, a god. Like he's he's one of the best players in the world, and I think currently. Besides, like, James Harden, obviously, because of, like, the numbers, because of how he, the manner he's doing it in, I think he's playing as, like, the best player in the world right now.
0: Yeah, and I don't I don't think it's, like, a he's fluke. Not. It's Ron not James fluke numbers. It's not like, you know, somebody gets hot from shooting and they're just shooting well and they're, like, having an MVP. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say Paul George is just hot and that's why he's in the MVP race. He deserves it. Yeah. But he, that's kind of, you know, he gets hot for a year, and some guys just get hot for a year and then they're like just lighting sh- stuff on fire. Yeah. And that's just not Giannis because that can go away. Mm-hmm. Like someone can take your jumper away. Yeah. You know, but you can't take away that kind of freakish athleticism. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. The only thing that can take that is an injury, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, I'm praying that he doesn't get injured because I love watching him play.
1: Yeah. Besides LeBron, he's easily my favorite player.
0: Who's going to stop? Like, Who is going to stop that man at the rim? Like who? No one. He's so strong now. Like, it's Lakers, just crazy. The
1: Lakers play the Bucks. I think it's um, tonight, or it might be soon. But I just, I'm just curious to see how LeBron's going to try to defend him. <laughs> I just want to see the way LeBron's been playing defense has been terrible. That's so the I, key. He's not going to defend I, know, I just want to see what he tries to do. I just want Someone see else is
0: going to be trying to defend him, and it, let's say LeBron does get matched up on him in some fluke world probably, that doesn't exist. They'll
1: probably throw Javel on him, honestly.
0: He's just not gonna defend. He's just gonna blow right by him every play.
1: Giannis yeah. is just gonna blow right by him. There's nothing he can, nothing LeBron can do. Yeah, that's that's like to go back to LeBron for like one second. That's like a thing with his injury. Like like I said, I don't think he's 100. percent And I think watching him try to shuffle is like part of it that makes it seem like he's not 100 because like there Even is like times, Dirk out there. Yeah, there is times I do see him <laughs> give effort, but his like his just like lateral quickness trying to shuffle is not is good. As you would imagine, and I think that's because of a groin injury. He still gets up, he still jumps as high as LeBron James would, but I just think his lateral quickness kind of dwindled a little bit because of yeah uh, that injury. And I think
0: and it might be permanently dwindled. That's I the hope scary not. part. I hope like, not.
1: I give it. An, I give it ne- till next year. I mean, like I said, I still think they'll make the playoffs, but I think next year he'll prove everybody wrong that he's still the best player in the world, and he'll snap and he'll look great. Yeah. That's what he does. He puts in more training hours than like anybody I could ever imagine, and I think that'll get him to 100 percent eventually. That's enough about LeBron, though. Yeah. Speaking of LeBron, like players, though,
0: Blake Zion,
1: <laughs> Zion <laughs> Williamson. You think? It, okay, so if you're like Zion Williamson himself, after <laughs> blowing your foot through Hang a on, shoe, let's let's,
0: <laughs> let's do some context here, right? <laughs> Just in case people haven't noticed, Zion is te- was tearing it up. You know, being Zion, doing, yeah. doing Zion things, dunking on people, getting rebounds, swatting shots into the fourth row. Yeah. You know, uh, and then he <laughs> apparently that the story is <laughs> he was playing in the same shoes for several weeks mm-hmm. or, you know, several games, if yeah. you want to put it that way. And uh, he blew right through his shoe. Right through the shoe. Paul George's shoe, ironically. Yep, I've never which I am seen wearing right currently, right now. <laughs>
1: I'm wearing Paul George. I have never 2. in my 0. life seen someone blow through their shoe to that degree. I've seen like NBA players in like funny little like videos where like they pop their toe through the front, or like yeah, they, or, they like, pop their sh- their foot out, and it's it looks funny. They don't get hurt, obviously. But he literally he blew, blew straight through his shoe. Right through the stitching right on the side. It, right through Right
0: it. where the sole meets, like, the mids, like, well, the midsole meets the, like, actual fabric of the shoe. He yeah. blew right through the stitching. And he
1: got hurt while doing it. So imagine how much pressure he had to put on that one foot to blow right through <laughs> yeah. it to where he buckled his knee. What and is he, 290? Something like that, 285. This is why he
0: needs, college players need to be able to have shoe deals. Oh, yeah. Because a big man like Zion that can do the things he can do should not be wearing a Paul George shoe. Like, no. he needs his own custom-built shoe for no. him. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? If, if you're just looking at it that purely objectively and not looking at the argue, other arguments for college players, not getting paid, but getting endorsement deals, mm-hmm. that is a huge argument that Zion Williamson just... He just needs his own shoe, man. He just needs to be...
1: Yeah. cater to i think he's those the, big little feet and doing the things that he, no one does that no one do that pretty much yeah i think he needs to slim down a little bit too i mean i Stop don't know it. if that's i don't know if that's the reason why he blew through his shoe if he's
0: still that fast i think he doesn't need. i think thumb. i think just maybe jump that i think
1: eye. he needs to get a little he needs to cut just a little bit because that he can end up getting injured i think is what the problem is because he's so heavy i think if he like cuts down to like a healthy like light like 260, 270, and he'll be even faster probably. He'll be able to jump. I don't even know if he can jump higher than he already can. I don't know if that's even possible. No, but, it's not. But he'll be at that same <laughs> – like, he'll be he'll be the exact same. He'll just be lighter to avoid an injury is what I, I – just think maybe like a good 10, 20 pounds of that fat because I'm sure there's some fat on that big man. He's, he's huge. I think he just needs to cut down a little bit to avoid injury. But with that being said, if you're Zion or like Duke, would you shut yourself down for the season –
0: all right, so I'm gonna separate what I think should happen, what I would do, okay. right? Because I think that
1: I think you already I, said he's gonna come back, though. But I'm just asking what you would do.
0: I would come back because I've. I, if it was me, I would have. I committed to the school. I committed to my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, to to RJ and Cam, <clears throat> namely. I, I've already committed to them, and I've already committed to the program that I'm going to play a full season and go for that championship. Right. Mm-hmm. So I would come back, but that's my. You know. That's my growing up in the 2000s football machismo <laughs> mode. I would, I probably would have still played on that sprained knee. But uh, it's very – what are you doing? It's very important to me that I come back and play. Like that is just the camaraderie of the team. That's just what I would do. But if – you know, I think Zion should sit. I think he should say peace, guys. I'm sorry, but I cannot risk my future financial situation, you know, on – A college championship that i might not even win yeah you know like i don't know you're not getting paid like that's millions upon millions upon millions of dollars and you know he he's gonna get paid what is like eight or nine million for the number one pick in the draft something like that something like that a year so let's say you know his contract for four years is 50 million let's just throw a number out right uh or like you know maybe less 40 million whatever yeah um that's not where his money's going to come from. It's going to come from the massive, unheard-of rookie shoe deal that he's going to sign. Yeah, That's where it's going to come Maybe from. Maybe he'll sign the big baller brand. Maybe. Triple B's on the man. <laughs>
1: Level up in Super Saiyan. Also, I would – I very, very similar to yours, I would, like – if I'm Zion myself because of the competitiveness that I have in my heart, I would come back to because, like I said – or like you said, you committed to the school – that team obviously has a
0: huge
1: chance to win the national championship if all three of those guys are together and healthy, which not many college players get to do these days is win a national championship. So, right. yeah, I'd come back too, but like the smart thing to do is to sit out to not risk anything. Yeah, that's safe. What thing, if you come back sure. in March, man, is you're going hard. You're not about to like pump the brakes on your play right. just yeah. because you got injured earlier. You're like, you're going to go as hard as you do, make all the same cuts you do, jump as high as you do. Like you can get hurt at any point during that like so imagine you know like the sweet 16 or something or whatever any part of the March Madness you get hurt and it's a major injury like you just hurt your draft stock maybe a little bit or you don't get to play your first year and it's just not a good idea but yeah whatever he's going to come back he's going to dominate probably we just hope he can't get injured and Hope I he think stays healthy. that
0: it's important to Zion that he, obviously they have a chance at being the best college basketball team of all time in a lot of people's eyes. Oh, yeah. Like they have a, a chance of usurping, well, at least the best starting five, whatever. You know, they have a chance of achieving that Fab Five level of fame. Mm-hmm. Their their games are selling out, uh, they're going for ridiculous prices. Barack Obama attended one of the games. Yeah. You know, the game that Zion got, yeah, that,
1: that he blew through his shoe. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks, Obama. Yeah, but I mean, if you just think about it that way, you know, I would come back just on those parameters. Like, yeah. you have a chance of being considered the best college basketball team of all time. Yeah. You know, it's that's a really big deal. Like, let's say you do nothing in the pros, let's say he flops completely, which is impossible. But let's yeah. say he completely flops in the pros, you know, he has that. He has that Fab Five level, like Jalen Rose always talks about being on the Fab Five, you know? Yeah. Even though he was pretty good in the pros, but not very good, not no. like a superstar.
1: None of those guys were superstars besides Chris Weber. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even know if you consider him a super, super I do. I do.
0: I definitely consider him a
1: superstar. He was a perennial all-star, but he was never like... Face of the franchise, going to bring you to a championship type of player, you know.
0: I mean, I think he would have brought him to a championship if he didn't get screwed by know? a ref and by by, my by, Lakers. by multiple multiple <laughs> refs
1: and them insisting that
0: the Lakers make to the finals. But you know, we won't talk about that on this. Yeah, podcast. that'll be
1: that'll be something for another day. Yeah. A special conspiracy conspiracy podcast. podcast. Yeah, something we'll have like Alex that. Jones on. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's a joke. We will. Well, that's enough. Jones that's on. enough for <laughs> basketball today.
0: Well, you know, I, I have a couple more things I want to talk about. Oh, go ahead, man. I'm ready. Like
1: I wanted to talk about Blake Griffin. Let's talk about him. Yeah, we, let's talk about the Pistons for a second. Actually, go ahead. What you got to say? Well, I, I just want to briefly state that
0: he has been a complete boon to our team. And yeah. for people that don't understand that old-timey word that I have no business using, <laughs> he is like a godsend to us. I really am so happy we acquired him in that trade, and uh, he is just—he's putting up good numbers. And he's he's trying out there and that's all that really matters. You just you just gotta try in the world of sports. Exactly. And he's he's having fun, putting in effort. I really just wish they were we were a little bit better, um yeah. outside of Blake, but yeah. I think that if we continue to build around him, then we're gonna be Oh yeah, good.
1: We need to get like established defenders and shooters and like I said, I love Andre Drummond. I love him, I'll be a fan of him wherever he goes, but he Stop it. He just needs to go. <laughs> he just doesn't fit. They're, they are. They have been playing good since the All Star break. Them two have been looking good together. But I just think in the long run, you're not going to win anything with both of those guys. But I do think, depending on who they face in the playoffs, if they if they move up a little more, if they keep balling, they can make some noise in the playoffs. They could get past like the first round. No, yeah, noise meaning the first round. Yeah, that's, depending that's, that's on who they the match up against. I mean, like,
0: we're still looking for that Nets uh, uh, Pacers matchup. You know, I, oh, I really yeah. want to see that. Can't but, wait. But. Uh, Actually, that might be a good series, to be honest. It could. It's going to just be a bunch of role players going at it,
1: which yeah, is fantastic. Cool. But, um, yeah, the Pacers lost Oladipo, and you would think that they would start to move down the list, but they've been balling. They've yeah, been balling.
0: Just, Miles Turner's been stepping up. Yeah. Uh, so I think the Pistons could easily be – I think it's going to be the Pistons versus the Pacers, but uh, I'm not 100% sure that'll happen. But I'm just saying that would be an awesome series to watch for old-time's sake. Yeah, they're, they're like
1: sake. two, three games out of the six seed from the net. So, I mean, if they get to the sixth seed – and the Pacers stay somewhat consistent and stay at that third seed, which I don't think will happen, though. I don't know. I think the Pistons will end up staying at the seventh seed and play the Raptors in the first round and lose in, like, <laughs> I'm gonna four cry. or five. I'm going to cry. But I think if they find a way to, like, end up playing the Pacers, they could. I think they'll win that series in, like, six games, honestly, because who in their right mind on the Pacers is going to stop Drummond and Griffin? Every time Drummond plays Miles Turner, it's an automatic 2020 game. <laughs> he absolutely sorry Miles. He, sorry Miles. He he acts he destroys you every time they play each other. And no one on that team is gonna stop Griffin. Who is Demontius Sabonis gonna stop him? Come on. Dude, don't underrate Demontius Sabonis. He's a he's a monster, but he's not stopping Blake Griffin. He's too skinny. You're right. Blake Griffin's a monster.
0: So what I think we should do,
1: um
0: as far as like the episode goes, I think we should end it here. Uh, and just have this as our nice little basketball episode, and we'll upload a second episode for wrestling. Yes. So that way, you know, we can split it up, and wh- people who just want to listen to wrestling can listen to wrestling, mm-hmm. and people who just want to listen to basketball, listen to basketball. Yeah,
1: because we like to listen to our fans. You know, there's been mm-hmm. a lot of people who've been saying, "Oh, we just skip right to the NBA part," or there's been some WWE fans saying, "We just skip right to the WWE parts." So we're just sometimes not all the time, but we're going to split our episodes with like one topic, right, or one sport to the next sport. So. Those. Or, like,
0: you know, just general sports and then split it to a wrestling podcast. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. obviously, we're very passionate about wrestling. Yeah. Uh, we're very passionate about sports too and, and basketball oh, yeah. mainly. But, you know, we want to make sure that we're, we're providing a fair amount of time to, yeah. Uh, each, each individual sport. And we're making sure this episode's already 45 minutes long, which is yeah. a beautiful time to end it. Beautiful. And, um, and I, I don't think we, it would, we'd we be able to do justice to wrestling in without having an hour and 45-minute podcast, you know? Yeah. So uh,
1: thank you guys for tuning in. Oh, yeah. Buy a T-shirt. Tell them the link again, Dom. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, it's, I forgot it's, it.
0: it. It's going to be teespring.com <laughs> backslash Hellsgate Podcast. Yep. Um, I th- we're going to have more merch than just T-shirts on there. Yeah, yeah. I'm not 40s. 100% sure by the release of this episode we will. But uh, go buy a t- If you like the show and you want to – you're not su- really supporting the show because we're offering to you guys at cost, um, because we just want our. We think it's cool that we have t-shirts, honestly, and we just want people to wear them. Yeah. So <laughs> Support us if That's you want to. If you want to buy a t-shirt, you're not supporting us monetarily because we're we're literally making two cents on the t-shirts, um, but you're supporting us in our hearts, and you're supporting the like people are going to see the t-shirt
1: and be like, you know, yeah, maybe I should check that out. It means a lot more than it's you can ever imagine. Starter. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
0: if if we catch you wearing one of our t-shirts, oh. I might cry. I you're might cry right in front of a you. a
1: huge hug, you might get a kiss. Yeah, yeah I might give you a
0: smooch. You never yeah. know. So, uh, so thank you guys again you. And for like, supporting us and you know staying with us and buying your t-shirts.
1: Yeah, and like we were saying earlier, like we're sorry that we haven't been able to get too many episodes out. Our availability in the studio has been very very limited due to some problems with our professor. We're not going to go into that obviously, but
0: yeah, circumstances that
1: we just we just can't we control. just can't control. Yeah, so we're just going to try our hardest to get in, in here whenever we can. Stay and we're tuned working on.
0: Uh, the the reason we don't have our home studio yet is because uh, money, money, money. It's money, just money, money, very money, expensive money. to start it up. You know, yeah, to is. get all the equipment that we want. We don't want to do it right. Like we're doing. You know, yeah, we have yeah. a nice studio in here. Oh yeah. We want to do it right. We want a, a partially soundproof space to yep. do it, so there's not a lot of distracting noise. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need a, a good solid location to do it, and we just yep. don't have it yet. So we haven't
1: invested in the equipment. We're working but on it. It's
0: coming. It's just, on the way. So yeah.
1: just stay with us if we're you great. stick with it we love
0: you we're blowing up we we have t-shirts now oh yeah you know we're, we're on spotify time. and itunes we're big time so we're big uh, time. you know greatest podcast in the world we're just people are greatest. figuring out
1: go tune into our wwe episode coming very soon as well Sub, we appreciate and you guys if
0: you haven't subscribed to us on youtube please do that right now um because that's where a majority of our listeners are coming from at this very second i assume that's subject to change but uh let's definitely
1: let's definitely get it bracken let's go Appreciate you guys.
0: Thank you again for tuning in, yep. and uh, we're gonna probably gonna be uploading the second episode, uh, the wrestling episode, on the same day. Yeah. So uh, tune tuned. into that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys. Appreciate again. you guys. Thank you. Appreciate the uh, listen and uh, go share some. Thanks. <laughs>